Holy moly. Episode 250, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to get it in. What's going on, Josh? Uh, Same shit, different day. We're getting close to Christmas. This will probably be our uh, last episode for oh, a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, this will be our last episode for a few weeks. We do. We did our live show. Um, was that last week? Holy My brain shit. is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh at 48 record bar yeah yes yeah. at 48 record bar it was great we sold the place out um it was pretty amazing uh we got to talk about our history with the album 36 chambers so that audio part is all recorded so that will we will be able to post that on our timeline um yeah, we'll at some point between now and our next episode um but it was a great event really great night um I, I had a ball. It was great to be out with people. We met some new, we made some new fans and met some new people. And that, that's always a cool thing. Um, I always enjoy that part. Um, and talking with people, um, ah, shout out. I can't remember this gentleman's name. He met, he was speaking to me and he was like, he saw the event posted and was like, oh, I'm going to grab a ticket for that. And then decided to like, check out the podcast. Start listening to podcasts. Yeah. I can't, yeah. And, I can't remember bro's name. Sorry. And he was like, yo, I'm, uh, he was like, I love it. He was like, you guys are just like, it's like listening to like me and my friends talk. And I was like, that's exactly what the point of the podcast yeah. is. So it was like, it was really dope. I love when people like get, like get that part of it. You know what I mean? Cause like, if you'll read some reviews they are just like, oh man, they're not talking about enough hip hop on this podcast. And it's like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, let me, you know, I'm. I'm not a person who's like, fuck you for criticizing me. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not that kind of person. Y'all niggas listen to all of these podcasts that talk about the same shit. Yo, mm-hmm. Jay-Z versus Nas in the 2000s. Or, yo, the East Coast, West Coast beat. Y'all, y'all are tired of that shit? I'm tired oh, of that man. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> listen to that shit forever. You know, maybe this podcast ain't for you, and that's absolutely fine. But yeah, I'm tired of the rehashes of the same albums from the mm-hmm. 90s. That's why I don't fuck with hip-hop Twitter like that. Like, Yeah, yeah. If if you see me on the timeline on Twitter, <laughs> I'm breaking down shit, likely shit you never, you didn't know, or shit you've never heard before, or whatever. I'm digging in. Niggas be on the timeline all day. Yo, Illmatic, bro. Like, <laughs> And Illmatic's a fucking fantastic record and i get the irony of us saying this when we just did a live show about 36 chambers (laughs) an album that's been discussed to death but i think we did it in you know we we had like a little spin on our approach to it whatever you know i get it you click on a a podcast that says serious rap shit maybe you don't want to hear us talk about israel palestine for 30 (laughs) minutes i get it i get that (laughs) like I, i understand but yeah I'm personally, I'm tired of like uh, a lot of the discourse, especially discourse from folks uh, in their 30s, 40s, you know, even 50s. I'm I'm tired of of the shit that we talk about. 
Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. And because I also I, like I think about the podcast that I do listen to a lot of times. It's not necessarily about the subject matter as much as it is about the people that are hosting it. And like, do I enjoy? Yeah, do I enjoy listening to these people talk and um, their chemistry and that kind of thing? Like, it's way more about that than it is about like, oh, what are they talking about this week? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been my shit lately. <laughs> Fucking uh, wrestling, like the wrestling about rumor to say that. reports. Yeah. Dog. Every morning. I get up. I watch that shit like ESPN, dog. Like you get up in the morning <laughs> and niggas drink coffee and watch ESPN. I don't drink coffee, but uh, I get up in the morning and I'll drink water and <laughs> just be in the living room, just watching like the wrestling, uh, like rumor reports on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, I love that, and I love like the Sixers YouTube podcast. So that'd be like my morning. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll watch the wrestling reports. It'll be like, oh, you know, uh, Undertaker rumored to sign with AEW or some that shit. None of the shit ever pans out like the fucking rumors <laughs> that they float. But I watch that shit, and then I watch the Sixers uh, podcast because really, shout out to these cats. Uh, like run it back, uh, and there's another one that I watch. They do this shit every day. Like, shout out to y'all doing a Sixers podcast every day. So I watch the wrestling joint, Sixers podcast, and then I go to, like, ESPN and, like, shit mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's that's been, like, my shit lately. Like, Dog, I'm, I'm I watch loving it. I watch a shit ton of, like, British sports talk. I hate, oh, shit. like, Philadelphia sports talk radio now. Like, I just can't stand it. It's so, like. Shit, too okay. racist, bro. Like, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. It's always been wild. It's and, too racist. But I love watching like British. They have a thing called Talk Sport. Like that's one of their like I guess like their big like uh, talk radio stations out there for sports. And um, I watch. They have like video um, clips of them all day. So I'll just watch like clips of it. I don't watch their live shows because I'm not sitting through all of it. I just want to see the clips of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me the highlights. Give me the time when the one host is like fucking with the other host because their team lost or something like that. Like, and, and it's interesting partially because there's like in London there's like six or seven teams, mm-hmm. and so like you'll have hosts that are like fans of like one team and one team and one team and one team and one team, and, or there'll be fans of like Liverpool or Manchester United because they're the big clubs. Yeah, and. Like, it's fun to sit there. But again, same thing. I'll watch reports of like, yo, so-and-so might be signing with uh, Arsenal in the January transfer window. None of that shit comes to pass, bro. Like, I I don't care. I just want to sit there and consume all of it. But same thing, bro. That's how I start my day. I grab some coffee. I'll sit down and I'll pull up YouTube and see what's like, what videos are up from like that or like car review shit. Like, literally, like, that's how my day is spent now. Like, it, I... I don't consume as much. I like especially before we did the podcast, and even after when we started, I consume so many more like rap podcasts. Uh yeah. And I don't consume it partially because like I don't want like I don't necessarily think my opinion would be um, shaded by listening to stuff. But a lot of the stuff I listen to, like rest in peace, um, Combat Jack was my go-to. Combat Jack was that guy, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, and a large part of that was not because like they were just like, you know, filleting 
old school hip hop. A lot of it was just like talking about old school hip hop. Yeah. And like getting the stories from people. And Combat was an amazing interviewer. Such um, a good interviewer. I think yeah. part of that may come from like his uh, um, lawyer background. Ah, shit, yeah. Well, like, like, cross examining niggas, like, what's yeah. <laughs> I think like because like you take depositions, you're constantly doing like this this interview process. You interview clients, you interview it. Like you're constantly in like an interview process. So I think that yeah. really helped him become a really good interview. Plus, his like touchstones to the culture made yeah. him um, really important. Yeah, he was um, a fantastic interview interviewer. A lot of you niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. <laughs> you no, know what I'm saying? Bro. And I think another thing that kind of turns me off, I promise this isn't going to be like a shit on other podcasts, uh, podcasts but um, frankly, when we're talking about hip-hop podcasts with cishet men of a certain age, a lot mm. of y'all shit is deeply homophobic. You know what I'm saying? I want to see you niggas like playing the pause game all day on a fucking podcast. And I mean, not even talk about Cam and Mace. I think Cam and Mace mm-hmm. kind of do that, um, like, winkingly, like, oh, because they're no, like, it's all, you know, they're It's kind of on brand shit. for them. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of you other, other niggas, man, I don't, like, I don't hear that shit. I don't hear that shit. I don't. Nah, I, I just think I, I, that's, that's a large part of it. A lot of it is very homophobic. There's a lot of, like, um, patriarchal shit in there it's like oh man all these women now yeah misogynistic shit like just all these women now just talk about sex blah blah blah, yeah. blah and it's like you have no problem with a dude talking about it. like you know what popped up in my timeline uh as a memory was when snoop came out and was like shitting on cardi b i guess for making wop or some shit <laughs> and yeah and it's like dude you showed up with women on leashes to an award show my guy like <laughs> Not that you can't evolve, but your evolving only comes as like, uh, like a criticism of women. So that's not really a evolution. That's just a you know an evolution in patriarchy, not yeah. in uh, not in like um, evolved thinking. You know what like, I mean? Yo, I'm looking at this shit different. Like, yeah, like it's yeah. A lot of this shit, I say this to list all the time. Like, um, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop podcasts because like. A lot of y'all niggas uh, politics I don't fuck with, and you're not teaching me shit about hip hop. Yeah, that's a lot. That's the thing too. Like, dude, and I'm not saying I know the same at all. I know. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying just, I know. If you're going at all. over surface level stories, like that's what I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Come the surface on, level story. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, um, I think we should get to some topics for the week. Um, did you see that Wu Tang and Jodeci are signed on for Vegas residencies? Man, Gen X and the elder millennials is about to go crazy in Vegas. Jodeci? I, all I'm going to say is I might go for the Jodeci show. Uh, I legit might go for the Jodeci Jodeci going to be crazy in Vegas. Insane. I, I said this uh, before when the Wu, uh, I can't think of, maybe it was the 25th anniversary of uh, 36 Chambers, but they were on tour. And he mm-hmm. came to Philly, dog. The fucking Gen X and like elder millennials was so deep in that jaw. You could tell, like couples and shit. You could tell mm-hmm. these motherfuckers went and got their babysitter for the night and and had a night on the town mm-hmm. watching the woo. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's where we at now. This shit's you know 
our we're getting into that stage where mm-hmm. the artists that we grew up on are Vegas acts now. Yeah. Which is bananas. Absolutely bananas. Yeah, it, at times it makes me go like, holy shit, I'm old as fuck. Yeah. And then at other times it makes me go like, I'm so happy I've gotten to this place in my life. And yeah. like, because like, I mean, that dude, honestly, it gives me a reason to go to Vegas. I would never go to Vegas for any other, like I, gambling is not a thing I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't give a shit about gambling. Um, I'm, I'm also poor gambling. and yeah, I'm poor and can't afford to be gambling my money away. Um, and yes, uh, that gambling addiction runs in my family. My grandmother was a gambling addict. Um, uh. I found that out years. I remember my mom talking about that years ago. Her like, she got her like um, jewelry after she passed, and like all the diamonds were replaced with glass because she Holy had sold shit. every diamond she had to gamble yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, gambling scares me as well. Like, I, I'm afraid of that. Like, uh, addiction. There's an addiction history in the family as well. Um. And like, you know, Vegas seems cool, but like. You know, I don't know if I really like. It's my place. Like, a, yeah. I don't want to be up all night anymore. So, like, being out, like, it's definitely a place. Like, in my twenties, that would have worked. Yeah, we should have did that. We never did that. We never yeah, did we never like did a did Vegas that. thing. Nah, yeah. that's definitely something we should have did. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's not something like I'm looking forward to to be like, oh man, I can gamble all night. The city's open all night. It's more of a like, oh, I'd go see like them, Penn and Teller. And shit like Holy that like shit. you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. i would do the adult vegas thing you know what i yeah. mean um yeah. but yeah bro like i i i was so I'm happy for them too especially like i'm not trying to be funny but an artist like you god or inspector deck who's not able to like they're not raekwon meth or fucking ghosts who have like continued yeah. like being able to make legitimate money, um, making records and touring and shit like that, and that's not the shit on anybody like you got or Inspector De- yeah. or anybody or like Meth that or Master Killer like movies and shit. Yes, the yeah, top yeah, yeah, yeah. Tier. No, I, I get it. Yeah, get it. it's not not. It's just that like, yo, that's legit. That's like steady money for them, and people are coming to see them. Like they want to see them, dudes. Like, cause look, man, Deck and you got have some of the most iconic verses in the the. From like specifically too from like Wu Tang Collective Records, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, that shit's like super dope. Um. Oh, Deck uh, bodied that first record. Yeah. Deck yeah. is going crazy on the first one and the second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the uh, 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 Socrates philosophies verses on that joint. So arguably the most famous. Yeah, one of the most famous the verses Wu in hip hop. It's, it's up there. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like if you put that record on in a, like a white bar, quote unquote, <laughs> like they're going to know it. Like Just a that's white a verse bar. Yeah, like if you put With a on, shamrock like, you out to, front, <laughs> you go. I'm dead serious, bro. You go to Hula Hands and put on fucking Triumph. <laughs> folks is gonna know that shit. Obama's Specifically that Socrates yeah. philosophy. <laughs> That's the favorite verse of like every white hip hop head mm-hmm. you've ever met. 
<laughs> like Absolutely. I imagine niggas just like have that tattooed on them somewhere. Like it's it's definitely dudes that have I bomb atomically Socrates philosophies like tattooed on them. You, you can't convince like me. Like a mic on fire. <laughs> Ooh, dog, edit this out. Um, but no, I I'm I'm super excited about the idea of. Um, a Jodeci and Wu Tang residency. Fucking Usher's killing it out there. Yeah, Usher Usher is breaking records and breaking up homes. Breaking, yeah, right. <laughs> breaking up marriages. Lap dancing on Jones and shit. Like <laughs> wild out here. Could you imagine what a Jodeci show is gonna be? Oh, Jodeci's gonna be crazy. Like you don't have to come in with like an umbrella because panties gonna be raining in from the cheap. I'm wearing seats. a white linen suit to that. Before I let go, <laughs> dog, like all my life, uh-huh. I waited Pray for someone for just way. like you, dog, in a white linen suit, <laughs> killing it, dog. Like imagine them doing like fiending in a room full of horny elder millennials <laughs> and you gen gonna need, you gonna need like earplugs to go to that joint because the screams is gonna be Backs. so loud it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy yeah and the woo that's the next that's the next SRS road trip yo like real shit who do we know that can host a live show for us in Vegas there's somebody <laughs> it's got we I know we gotta connect in Vegas Send somebody us, if you connect us. in Vegas reach out even though we was just talking shit about y'all city, like, I don't want to go to Vegas. <laughs> we made a quick pivot <laughs> during yeah. this conversation. I feel like that's usually how we make decisions. Like, first we're like, ah, fuck that. And then we, we talk, talk ourselves into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know uh, I know something happened. I didn't really see what was popping, but I know something happened between, like, Nikki and Elliot Wilson and, like, 50 Cent responded. I didn't see the whole thing. <laughs> 50 Cent... <laughs> Is is a fucking menace because he's always there. You're, you're like whatever bad thing happens to a nigga that he don't fuck with, he's right there to kind of like mm-hmm. poke you while you're down. But it's th- th- so yesterday, uh, you know the, the Wednesday or no shit yesterday uh, Thursday, uh, the day before we're recording this, um, Elliot Wilson, renowned. Hip hop journalist, uh, used to be former editor in chief at Double XL. Yeah, editor in chief at Double XL was with Ego Trip. You know, mm-hmm. uh, now does Rap Radar, all of the things. Uh, he tweeted out a picture of Nicki Minaj and the Twitch streamer Kai Sinat, and uh, you know, they were, like, dancing and, like, turning up and having fun. And he tweeted a picture of this shit. It's the shadiest thing ever. And his caption just said, hip-hop journalism. And people have been going crazy <laughs> off of that shit. <laughs> I Because, just let me say this. The implication yes. is that, uh, you know, Nikki's going on a platform, you know, of a non-journalist when she could be talking to legitimate hip-hop journalists. And I think that he was trying to make, uh, one, he was being shady, but he was mm-hmm. trying to make like a sly commentary on like the state of hip-hop journalism and all of that. So that's that's 
the context for what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm not a fan of like Kaisenet or anything like that. Um, Twitch streaming. I watch the only Twitch streamer, quote unquote, I watch is like Hassan Piker. And that's mostly like leftist politics shit and yeah. shit like that. And that's like on YouTube as like clipped pieces from his show. I'm not going to sit and watch these streamer dudes go on for like eight hours and shit like that. Like yeah, I just yeah. don't have the patience. I watch one of the homies DJ on Twitch and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it. I, um, I do slightly understand. I, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to run cover for Elliot Wilson. I don't, I don't like that's where kids are at, man. Like that's where the kids are. That's where like young people are at. Come on, bro. Like you go to where the audience is. And guess what the audience? Let's guess what twenty year olds and like maybe even early thirties, like young millennials. Guess what they're not doing? Like they're not like searching out the new article on Nicki Minaj. Like it's not happening, and and specifically not as like a promotional tool for a record. That's not what like. That's not what the that shit is for. Like Kaisen Kaisenat's stream is is for promotional shit. That's what like people go on there to do is promote shit. It's Fun, like going on boost their their product. Bro, it's literally the same thing as going on 106 in Park. Yeah. It's the same and, thing. And you know, I think that um sometimes uh Folks in certain industries, uh, my fellow music journalists, I think sometimes uh, what we do is very important, but I think sometimes we overstate our importance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we get confused in the distinction between media and journalism. I see people say uh, or use those two uh, interchangeably, and they are not, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kai Sinet is a media personality. So you, Elliot Wilson, as a journalist, can't feel slighted because Nikki went on his show and, and be slighted about the state of hip-hop journalism because wh- who when did this young brother say that he was a hip-hop journalist? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's a and, Twitch streamer. That's exactly what he calls himself. Right. And she went on... They had fun. They danced. She promoted her record. Fine. She went on Ebro's show. I don't know if you can even consider Ebro a journalist. I don't. I don't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ebro's a radio personality. I know that. She went on Ebro's show. Apparently, you know, she's sitting down and doing the interviews that you know the old hip hop media guard want her or any artist of her stature to be doing. Joe Button is not an, a, a journalist. But she did Joe Button's show, apparently. She didn't do Rap Radar. Maybe that's where uh, he felt like a fence or whatever. Because she didn't do his show. But, dog, let's not act like your show, and this is not to disrespect uh, Elliot or his show. But you have your show... And, you know, y'all have Drake on and you pitch Drake softball questions. Let's not act like your show is, you know, the source fucking mind squad circa 1993. You know, hard hitting hip hop journalism. 
Y'all do really good, you know, uh, interviews with really famous people. And that's fine. But is that journalism? That, to me, is media. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm bugging. Maybe i only been a writer for 25 fucking years, and I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But to me, that shit, we're, we're like muddy in the waters when we confuse the two. And you taking shots, if he meant it that way. I give him the benefit of the doubt. If you meant it to be shady. You taking shots at a young brother who's not even trying to be in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Imagine a nigga walk up to me and you, you know, yeah, John and Josh, y'all are terrible NBA basketball players. We'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It doesn't doesn't add up. It don't add up. Like if someone took a picture of me and you playing one-on-one, it was like, NBA level, like, yeah, like come on, absolutely these, not, bro. First, I, first team All NBA, not these yeah. two idiots. Not like what? Yeah, Who like, are you talking about? Like, they don't dude, add like, up. I legitimately like can't barely move my right leg. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have a pronounced <laughs> limp as I walk, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Guess what? Like, I'm not gonna go be in the NBA, man. Kaisenet is a Twitch streamer, and dude, it's literally I, like just thinking about it. It's fucking doing the what was the what was the show on MTV that Carson Daly hosted? Like, oh, uh, TRL, TRL. It's doing TRL, bro. Like that's yeah. all that shit is. Just the modern version of it. Yeah, and Twitch that's fine and valid. Yes, exactly. And that, and that, it would be like going on there and then going like Carson Daly isn't a real hip hop journalist. No shit. Carson Sherlock. Daly never pretended to be one. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that tweet when uh, Elliot Wilson. Uh, tweeted that and I was like my first thought was like oh man the barbs are gonna like bite your fucking back out on Twitter <laughs> which absolutely happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. But beyond that I'm like yo your premise is flawed. Your premise is flawed because this young brother's not trying to do what you think it you know what you think he should be doing. You know it was mm-hmm. a similar uh, discourse when Tyler said that uh, he wants to see musicians go on uh more music focused interview shows and not just you know hot ones and you know go sneaker yeah, shopping yeah, yeah. with complex you know for their for their rollouts i thought that that was more a more valid critique of the state yes. of of the music industry and the state the state of media than elliot wilson kind of throwing this shady tweet out and you know i've never had an off the cuff tweet go crazy viral i imagine that's super annoying yeah you know what i mean like i i imagine that's super fucking annoying the only thing that i've done that's going close to viral was not an off-the-cuff comment it was a critique specifically about misogyny and hip-hop and i Mm -hmm. I stood by everything i said in the shit so it's it's no problem you know, niggas calling me a simp and all this shit. Yeah, you fucking simp. And like, y'all niggas can't beat me. So it's not, I don't have no problem. And I'm standing on what I said. So it's no problem yeah. with that shit going viral. I imagine it's very annoying. You get up in the morning and, you know, tweet out some nut shit. Yeah. That's not even, you just off the cuff and it go crazy viral. And now there's a discourse behind it. But as someone with such a big platform, 
you got to be cognizant of that shit. Yeah. I mean, listen, man, I'm sure he has a few hundred thousand followers. You knew that shit was... Dude, I have less than a thousand, and I had a tweet go ridiculously viral. Yeah. And they where, like, people were criticizing... Yeah, no, they was talking about me, my profile picture, and all that's types crazy. of shit, bro. That's what it. That's what. Then that's how it yeah, happened that, too. That, and again, something <laughs> so innocuous that I swore, like I've said worse things <laughs> on Twitter. I'll say that that shit was bad, funny. What you said? <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I didn't think anything of it, bro. <laughs> it just it caught the right wave, and so it yeah. ran. You know what I mean? And like. I have it like, dude, like, all my notifications are turned off. I can't have Ugh. shit like turned on on my phone anymore. Cause, dog, it still gets engagement sometimes. Are you Like, serious? every once in a while, it'll just like pop back. I'll get like a notification that like someone commented on it or liked it. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm like just like, four years ago. <laughs> it was legit. It was because it was, yeah, it was four years ago. And like, it still just like pop up. That's and, crazy. But yes, exactly. That idea that like you can say those things and not think that that shit was gonna run, bro. But yeah. maybe he wanted that. Maybe that was the engagement he wanted. He tweeted today uh, a screenshot of that tweet, and it said yeah. three million views. And he just tweeted three M. I'm like, okay, so was this about stoking the fire? Maybe not. Was it about you know you feeling away because she didn't do? your show or you know i don't i don't know i'm not mm-hmm. gonna speculate on uh intention uh but i do think that if taking it as is or as you know uh uh at face value what he tweeted i think that his premise was flawed mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um i do want to um we're limited on time this week so i want to uh get to our new music um did you listen to anything new this week yeah, I've been rocking with uh, this record, uh, Solar Music, by Butcher Brown. Um, it came out earlier in the year, um, and I've uh, written about it, um, but I've been revisiting it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, lately. Uh, and it's it's like, you know, it's such a fly, uh, like, soulful record, you know what I mean? It's got, like, some up-tempo joints, some shit I would play at a party just you know when you're getting into like heating mm-hmm. the crowd up a little bit um this it's got like some jazzy colors to it uh my man on the mic is is killing it and yeah it's just um it just reminds me that uh there's so much music um that has this kind of like uh you know it's, it's hip-hop but it, it has uh like the influence of like the live instrumentation and all of that. And it, it, it reminds me that a lot of cats are pulling this off a lot better than they were, you know, say in the early nineties when niggas was doing like the acid jazz type shit and the mm. shit didn't sound, it ain't sound right when they was fusing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody wasn't it diggable It was still planets. a work in progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody wasn't diggable back in the early 90s. So the shit, it didn't yeah. sound right. But uh, this shit is like right on point. Uh, sonically, it's like a gorgeous record. And uh, a lot of the music is like, uh, it's it's got like a fun energy, like an upbeat energy. I've been more in my DJ bag lately. Mm-hmm. Uh taking more gigs and shit so i've been looking for stuff like this that feels good and has a good energy you play it 
and it, it brings like a good spirit into the room. So yeah, that's I've been uh, revisiting this record, uh, Solar Music by Butcher Brown. The shit is like perfect. On all platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find the shit everywhere. Cool. I'm going to check that joint out. Um, that's kind of the wave I've been on. Um, so like definitely I'm going to check that out. Um, I checked out, uh, there was a new single um, by Benny the Butcher mm-hmm. and uh, Stove Got Cooks um, with Hip Boy on a production, One Foot In. Um, man, it's such a good record, bro. Mm-hmm. I really love Hip Boy and um, Benny's chemistry. Yeah. Um, I really think that their their record together um, was insane. It's probably my favorite record um, from like that Griselda camp. Yeah. Um, so like this is really on point. Um, it's talking about basically like how he was, how Benny was basically still hustling like early on in the Griselda thing because like motherfuckers gotta make money, man. And, and so he had to. No matter what the world shows you, ain't a lot of money in art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. specifically when you're trying to get like through the door, there's not a lot of money in art. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really dope record. Stove got Kick cooks is always insane. Mm. Um, legitimately one of my favorite MCs that's come out in the last few years, as well as Benny. So um, I love this record, uh, and I'm excited. I'm wondering if this is like a. Uh, uh, I didn't see this, but like I wonder if this is like a prelude to another Benny and Hit Boy record, or at least well, like a, a Benny and they... a new Benny record. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, those that that's a dope record. I definitely think folks should check that out. Um, yeah. Besides that, uh, you can find you can keep up with us at um, Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I am JL underscore CCM on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have a lot of stuff we're working on. We cannot wait for you guys to see this. We are excited. We are going into 2024 on like a complete high of like work that we're working on. Um, well, we, we're already in talks for another live show at 48 Record Bar. So if you were not, we're not able to make this one, this past one, uh, there's we're looking at one for the spring. So things are like we're really in motion, trying to get some things going. Again, this will be the last episode probably. Uh, for a few weeks, but the live show audio will be up soon. Um, and we are, uh, and we'll be back in the new year. Um, also, Serious Rap Shit Vivo um, on YouTube. Get all our uh, video content there. Um, a lot of exclusive stuff there. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you have to go subscribe um, yeah. because there's so much stuff there that's just, just exclusive. I can't even think of all the shit that we have up there. I just found one. I just came across like the mural thing that we did the other day and like I was like fuck I forgot we had this like sitting up there. So there's so much stuff. Um go check that out. Um besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat shot to you.